Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Wisdom Worth Knowing live stream broadcast. It is February 16th, 2022, and my name is uh, Craig Chamberlain, so thank you for joining us. The quotation that was picked by the community today we're going to discuss is, Stop overthinking. If it's God's will, it will happen, and nothing will stop it. If it's not, he has a better plan. So we're going to unpack that a bit today, and then we are going to move into discussion time immediately after. But before I move into that, welcome to the podcast, like I said, and and we are just getting started. We are now available officially on Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So if you have not subscribed yet, completely free, just hop onto one of those networks, whichever is your favorite network, and sign up. And you can always support us by just sharing it with friends and family. What we like to do here is we like to kind of unpack what I want to say are in more in-depth issues related to people. And I, we try, I try to test these sayings and stuff with the community. I do that with the Facebook community. And depending on the response, which I don't know how the response is going to be, we pick the most popular one and then we kind of dig deeper into it. So let's go ahead and get started. So there are going to be some slight format changes today, and I will kind of allude to those as we get there. Uh, but just for starting the stop overthinking portion of the podcast, <laughs> I, I want to laugh about this subject because the the overthinking portion of the, the podcast or the overthinking portion of of life is a serious issue for me and has been for a long time. Uh, I feel like I've, I have gotten better at the overthinking thing, but if I'm going to define the overthinking, I would say it's simply the act of hyper-focusing on an issue to a ridiculous degree, or to word it a different way, it's the analysis paralysis, uh, which is a saying that me and my buddy like to throw around a lot, you know, especially when I was trying something new earlier i'm i'm normally a computer it guy so when i first started doing household chores around my home the idea of actually participating in these was was extremely paralyzing for me (laughs) in terms of the analysis paralysis so overthinking kind of rears its ugly head in my life quite a bit but it always tends to be towards something i either don't have control over or it's something in which I don't have any experience in. So we're going to kind of discuss those two categories of overthinking today. And feel free to leave your comments in the live chat, which I am monitoring right now. And we will actually move into discussion time after we discuss the main topic. And so kind of give some examples of your overthinking. Or if I say anything that kind of brings up your thoughts about overthinking during the the podcast... Just leave those comments and we can actually discuss them live on the show. So you can do that at facebook.com or at youtube.com. Those are the two live chats I am monitoring for the show. So overthinking in terms of things we don't have control over. This is a very uh, humbling experience for a lot of a lot of us. Um, sitting down and actually contemplating the things we do have control over is a very difficult thing to do because a lot of times it's a reminder of how little control we actually have. And a lot of overthinking does kind of stem from this reality that we think we can 
use our minds to will something into reality just by thinking it. I think that's kind of an innate desire we all have. It's like if we just think about it hard enough, just like worry, if we just worry about something hard enough, then we can change the outcome or change the circumstances. But the problem is, is, is especially with things we don't have control over, is there's no real amount of thinking or worrying that's going to make any difference. Um, and a lot of times, we just need to kind of admit the powerlessness over it. So let's take an example of something we can, we really don't have any power over. Let's say we have a work situation. Um, and I'm, I'm actually not alluding to anything that's happening to me right now, but let's just say we have a work situation uh, or a relationship situation. Let's start, let's do relationships. Cause I think more people have can relate to that too. So let's say that you, you don't, you are currently in an argument or a fight with somebody and you don't quite know how to resolve that issue, but you are also too afraid to do anything about it. So you want to actually kind of move into having a conversation with somebody that's maybe difficult, but you don't have the courage to do that. So rather than actually kind of researching some good ways to confront this person, you will sit there and think about it obsessively. The You will overthink. And I think the overthinking is a result of not getting to a point of reaching a conclusion and just stopping. It's when you just move beyond the conclusion you've drawn. So you're like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to my boss about it tomorrow. I'm going to talk to them about it tomorrow. And depending on how that goes, I'll react. Like that would be the normal level of thinking with a with a confrontation. But if you're like me and it's a particularly nerve-wracking confrontation or discussion, you'll sit there and you will run through every possible scenario, which while this can be healthy in some ways where you can kind of project yourself into the conversation and how things might go or might not go, while this this can be healthy to a degree, uh, the the level of thinking that you get into and hypotheticals and projections you get into can really get you worked up to the point of actually scaring yourself out of having the conversation. Because it does kind of go into the the anxiety portion of the thinking where you can actually think about a situation or a conversation so much that you convince yourself that a conversation is going to go a certain way. And then you're like, well, why bother having the conversation anyway? So even though you never actually had the conversation, you've already decided in advance it's not going to work. That would be a perfect example of overthinking. And the reason we do that, I think, is because we, when we're thinking about a situation is we tend to get frustrated at the fact that if we just think about all the scenarios that we can affect the outcome. And the truth is, is we don't have a lot of control or any control over how people are going to react. All we can really do is have our side of that conversation with them. We can hope that they'll react a certain way, but we don't really know if they'll react. So if we at least acknowledge that we are powerless over most situations, I think that will help with the overthinking thing. In my experience, this is true. And and I'll, I'll go back to like household chores, for example. I don't know anything. I didn't know anything when I bought a house. I didn't know anything about plumbing. I didn't know anything about house projects. I don't know anything about woodwork. Like I said, I was a computer guy and these projects or the concepts of these projects terrified me early on and they mostly terrified me in the sense of I did not actually want to fail at them or have any mistakes along the way 
And so I would sit there and obsessively think about doing them, but I would never actually do them. So this analysis paralysis really kicked in for me. And it was a real issue for me, especially in my in my youth. And so that's the first part. You don't have any control over. The seven, second part with overthinking is that we, we genuinely think we can think ourselves into a situation or we can think our, our way selves out of a situation. And overthinking in general, while it's kind of a trap, we can at least use the portion of the thinking that is useful before we move into action. Because eventually our thinking does need to be followed by action. So if, if we stop and take the time to think about a situation thoroughly, which is a good thing, we can then move into actual actually performing an action. We need to be decisive after we thought about something for a decent amount of time. And then we just got to put it into practice. Because if we don't put it into practice ever, then there was no sense in even thinking about it. And so the, the main goal of thinking is to eventually transform that thinking into action. If we have no intention of thinking, of actually performing an action on something, it doesn't really merit the time it spends in our head. And so we really need to consider that when we're in the, that frame of overthinking, whether it's anxiety-related or control-related, is we need to ask ourselves, like, is this something that we actually have control over? Is this something that we actually can do anything about? Does it, does it, is it worthy of my time in thinking about it? And then if it is, which a lot of things are, then we need to actually make a decision that we're going to make. And that moves actually into the second part of the quote, which was the consequences of that action. The second part of the quote is, if it's God's will, it will happen and nothing will stop it. And the second part of that quote is, if it's not, he has a better plan. And now I like this second part of this quote that you guys brought up because that you guys picked because it gives you the the either or option on the outcome. And so we we decide to actually take an action. And the results of that action at that point are out of our hands. And the sooner we can get to that stage of accepting no matter what happens, it's really out of our control. And whether you're religious or not, the if it's God's will, it will happen and nothing will stop it. If it's not, he has a better plan. Whether you're religious or not, like that acceptance of how little control we actually have over outcomes, I think is I think is valuable. Because it puts us in a position of actually being able to stop thinking about it because it puts the outcome, it takes the outcome out of our hands. So it prevents us from being from the trap of getting on what I like to call the hamster wheel because we are saying, okay, you know what? This is going to be my decision or this is going to be my action. And if it fails, then it was meant to fail. I'll learn from it. If it doesn't fail, then awesome. It worked. Those are our two outcomes especially for our actions. So if we go back to my home example of, of projects I didn't like to work, uh, work on, I had this innate anxiety that I was going to fail at the project. What's weird is I actually got better at this over time because I just, I literally had to tell myself, you know what? Yeah, I might mess it up. I might break something. I might fail, but who cares? At least I tried. 
I actually had to force myself to just go straight into action so I wouldn't sit around thinking about things indefinitely. And a really weird thing happened is, first of all, all the things I was worried about, because I had no experience in those areas, (laughs) didn't actually happen. And then second of all, when things did happen, there were generally solutions to those things. And so what was what really became a saying for me after that was we will cross that if this happens we will cross that bridge when we get there so in other words if i started overthinking something or if i start overthinking something now i just i just sit there and i go you know what that could happen if it does then i'll deal with it rather than sitting there and generating every single hypothetical that could happen in any given situation which is i think the hamster wheel trap I, I believe, and this is just in my experience, what I've I've learned is it's it's just better to sit there and go, you know what? Yeah, that might happen. Heck, there might even be a good chance that it happens. But it also might not happen. So why am I going to waste time thinking about it? Here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to try it, and I'm going to do it. And whatever happens, I'll deal with it then. Because the truth is, is we don't really know. This projection thing is like a trap. It can be a trap. So if you are religious, and you could say if it's God's will, it will happen and nothing will stop it. That's a control thing. If it's God's will, it will happen and nothing will stop it. That's the admission that we do not have the real power in the outcome. That's the admission that the outcome is determined by God. You know, that's the admission that a power outside of ourselves has far greater power and influence over that situation than we do. And if you have a personal relationship with God, you can have a conversation with him about it. Like I said, there's no pressure, you know, on this podcast about, you know, what particular religion you adopt. Um, but I, I think there's utility in, in even having the having the the acknowledgement that there are so many things bigger than us that we cannot control them all. And reality dictates outcomes. And I, as as a Christian, believe God is truth. God is reality. He operates within the parameters of what he's said about reality. And so Reality is going to dictate the outcome of things. And he has a divine plan for us. And so so when we make decisions and the, the outcome is not what we wanted, we need to just have the humility to accept that that's not the way it was supposed to go. Because we have to trust that, that God has a better plan for us. And that's that's where that second part of that quote really kind of comes into play. It's if it's not, if it's not, he has a better plan. So if it's God's will, it will happen, and nothing will stop it. If it's not His will, He has a better plan. And so, a lot of times we can get stuck in this trap of thinking we things have to go a certain way, and we don't really know what's going to happen. And I think one of the most dangerous things we can do in terms of our, our happiness and joy is reject reality for the fantasy. So a lot of times with the overthinking is we think a, a thing should should go a certain way. 
but it doesn't go that certain way and it violates our expectations. And because it violates our expectations, we get bitter and angry. So the, the more we bitterly hold on to these expectations of how things are supposed to go, generally the more bitter and unhappy we are. And I, and I know that just from experience. Like when I get dead set on an outcome, on how things should go, even if it's something as trivial as a household project, and it doesn't go exactly that way, I mean, I get to the point of wanting to throw a fit over it, you know? So it's like, we don't really accept reality for what it is in a lot of ways. And a lot of times that's what overthinking is. It's trying to prevent any possible possible scenario in which it doesn't line up with how we want it to go. So really it's kind of this obsessive control thing in a lot of ways for me. It's like I, 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 in deep down, I need things to go a certain way. And I don't know if that's true for you guys, but that's just how it's been for me in my experience. And the, the more I've kind of moved toward this acceptance that I can, I'm just going to do everything that I can do to the best of my ability, which isn't in, in a lot of cases, it isn't, it isn't the best approach because I'm, I'm inexperienced and human and flawed. If I just do it to the best of my ability, that's all I can do. And depending on how things play out, I will respond to those to the best of my ability. And and as I've kind of migrated to that mentality over time, I feel like my amount of happiness and joy has has gotten better because I'm no longer trying to get reality to conform to my idea of how it should go. Unfortunately, this comes with a cost, right? It comes with accepting that things are not going to go our way. And sometimes we can get so stubborn and angry about wanting things to go our way that it <laughs> that uh, that if they don't, we will we think we won't live, we can't live or we can't live with the outcome or we get frustrated to the point of of not functioning anymore. So that's something worth trying and exper- exper- experimenting with if you haven't tried and experimented with it. If you haven't experimented with kind of expanding yourself outside of of that particular limitation where if something isn't going to go your way, then then you're just going to be bitter and angry about it. You know, consider the alternative. You know, consider the alternative of just saying, you know what, no matter what happens, I'll react to it. I'll react to it in whatever way I can. And I will deal with it then. I will deal with that when and if it happens. I think I kind of annoy my wife with that one now because now it's, I've, I've like swung the pendulum in the opposite direction. When we first got married, I was the anxious, I was the, I was the worrier in a lot of ways. I still am the worrier in a lot of ways with certain things, especially because like we all have triggers. We talked about that in an earlier podcast episode, but I, I, I think I drive her nuts a little nuts now because it's weird having her be the one who in some cases is worrying because usually I was doing all the worrying for both of us. Now, don't get me wrong. I still do plenty of worrying. But even she's mentioned a couple times in the past year, like, how are you not freaking out about this? Like, we've been together for 15 years. And uh, and she knows I'm usually the one freaking out. <laughs> I'm usually the one who's freaking out about whatever the situation is. And so to have a couple scenarios, even in the last week, come up where I'm not the one panicking, and she's worrying more than I. It was like culture shock for her. 
But that's because that's that saying I was telling you about. Like, I literally have to tell myself, it's like, listen, I can choose to get on the hamster wheel and freak out about this and overthink it. Or I can just say, that might happen. We will deal with it if and when it happens. In the meantime, I'll just go ahead and, and do the best I can. So, so yeah, so I'm going to move uh, on into discussion time. If you're just now joining us, uh, go ahead and leave your comments in the live chat. And you can do that on Facebook or on YouTube. I'm monitoring the live chat during the stream. And give me your thoughts on overthinking, if you have any. I do realize the stream is super early, 6 a.m. Most normal humans are not up this early, uh, justifiably so. So if we don't have any comments in the comment section, we are a brand new show. We're just starting out, so that's not a big deal. We will just uh, move into closing. But first, let me tell you about Audible. If you're like me and you love reading, or just the idea of reading, but don't have the time because you have a partner, kids, full-time job, crazy time-consuming hobbies, I have good news for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. Now you can pop in your earbuds and play that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge right from your Android or Apple device. And now for a limited time, you can get your first audiobook completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now. Take advantage of a free 30-day trial. More than enough time to finish that first book. If you are dissatisfied for any reason, you can cancel any time. Even if you finish that first book. But I don't think you will cancel. I think you guys will love it. So check it out. So we'll move into discussion time. Let's take a look at what we got going on here in the chat. Doesn't look like there's a whole lot of activity this morning. Like I said, totally fine. If not, then we will just go straight into closing. Yeah, looks like we don't have a whole lot of comments on the overthinking topic today. Not a problem at all. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and go to wisdomworthknowing.org. It is a gateway page now for all the ways you can connect with the show. It has um, all of the podcasts directly on there now. You can actually listen to them straight from the page. You can also click the listen on button and you can actually sign up on uh, Audible or Spot. Sorry, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, there's a donate button there if you want to donate anonymously. You can also subscribe on Facebook for $1 a month to help support the show. And yeah, those of you who help support the show, I appreciate you. And for those of you just stopping by, I appreciate you stopping by to listen. And you can share uh, on on any of your social media that will also help. So we are going to go ahead and close for today. And we will close close with the quote. Stop overthinking. If it's God's will, it will happen, and nothing will stop it. If it's not, he has a better plan. Thank you all for joining the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast today. Let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. And until tomorrow, have a wonderful day.